there, I'm Kelly Martin, and welcome to this special bite-sized episode of Making It Work, the podcast where you get sound advice from remarkable entrepreneurs brought to you by FedEx. This isn't a new episode, but a bite-sized edition of the best bits of season three, episode seven. In this episode, we tackled the tricky topic of micromanagement. Asking the questions is Tom Scallon. We've all been there. If you think you can do it better, why'd you hire me in the first place? But one person's toxic work culture can be another's collaborative approach. And when you own your own business, striving for perfection can mean you're a stickler for a tried and tested approach. One self-confessed micromanager is Stephanie Duncan, co-owner of Floral Genius, a US-based flower frog manufacturer, and Harmony Harvest, a fresh-cut flower farm. I think it's something that I'm always going to have to be aware of, right? Like, I am in recovery, I feel like. Now, being in recovery doesn't mean that I'm perfect all the time. But what I've done too is I have empowered my staff to look at me and say, let me do it. I think that's really important. I think that it's important for you to empower your staff to tell you when they need you to back off for a minute. I'm just surprised every single day about how much better my team makes all of our processes because we give them the ability to make it better. I think that's something that, you know, I hope that I'll carry with me forever and I will continue to empower anybody that's helping me build a business and helping us really push this thing forward that they have the authority to say, like, I I actually have a better idea than you do. And darn it, I hope like I'll be happy when they do. Let's have a chat with Krista Cotton, CEO of Bitters Manufacturer El Grappo Bitters. This New Orleans-based entrepreneur had a clear vision for professional development from a very first hire. And on the topic of micromanagement, well, she has a lot of thoughts about it. I don't believe in micromanaging, but you the only way to get out of micromanaging is to hire the best, best people. It's tough out there right now. Hiring is a big topic. It's really hard to find people. And I think that we provide flexibility, we provide a lot of autonomy, and we try to provide the best benefits and the best environment that we possibly can. And I think you lose out too on a lot of great people. A lot of people will leave you if you micromanage. So I'm sort of adamantly against it, but I just think it isn't a problem if you have the right people in the right role. Um, and we all, again, we all have like our issues that manifest and, and mine isn't control. Most entrepreneurs, it is, it is micromanaging and control, but you have, I don't know, find a support group or a great therapist or talk to your team about it. But honestly, I really think hiring is the key to that. If you have a really great team and you trust your team, then you have to let go a little. Here's an offer exclusive to Making It Work listeners. Open a free FedEx business account today and you can get up to 40% off shipping services, including residential and delivery surcharges. Just visit fedex.com slash making it work offer or click the link in the episode description and start saving on shipping with FedEx. Now back to the show. It stands to reason that for some of the founders, not having enough freedom in a previous nine to five role was a contributing factor for them wanting to go it alone. But let's part the pseudo-psychology and speak to someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Logan Lamont is co-founder and CEO of South Carolina-based Kanga Coolers. He's not a micromanager himself, but can understand why small business owners fall into this trap. When you start a business, you want to control every little piece of it. It's your baby. You don't want to let go of it for fear that it it could get damaged or nobody else is going to do as good a job as you are with it. And those are some of the things that I guess entrepreneurs, we tell ourselves 
and it makes it very tough to let go of certain pieces of it. I think it's important to have a delegation of authority with your, your key personnel or else you're, you're not going to be able to be effective and, and everything's not going to be able to you know, get, get executed in the, in the way it needs to. But here's the thing. Some people have good ideas that are better than ours too. And a lot of people in our organization should have different ideas and should have different ways of going about certain things because you know, as smart as we think we are sometimes, it, we definitely need to have other perspectives in the room and, and other people that are more uniquely qualified to do their task, their job, and to make those calls. According to Logan, it's impossible not to be a little bit micromanagery during an employee's probation period. One small business owner who's adopted a similar approach is Care and Wear CEO Chat Razdan. This healthware entrepreneur is based in New York City, but credits his management style partly to his Indian heritage. For him, that means setting a high bar, giving his employees freedom to do their jobs and making sure they're supported every step of the way. I come from a culture where um, the Indian culture is one where you do everything as a family. So it's not an individual basis, it's a family basis. Like when we're going when we went to school, our parents our parents' goal in life was to create a better situation for us than they grew up in and to provide us every opportunity out there. I think what I tell everyone is you need to earn my trust over the first few months and then so I'm going to be somewhat not micromanaging, but I'm going to be very involved in the early days. But then once you've proven your value and that you know what you're doing, I'm going to be the opposite where I'm going to be really hands off and you're going to have to come to me and say, hey, I really need your help here. Or what do you think about that? And so it it puts your team in a position to be better at decision making and less reliant on you. And it allows you to really focus on the big issues at heart rather than some small item that is pretty trivial and isn't going to matter. And I think that that's something that's always a work in progress. That's it for this Bite Size episode. If you don't want to miss out on new ones, be sure to subscribe. If you're enjoying what we're doing here at Making It Work, why not give us a rating and review? We read them all. If you'd like to know more about the entrepreneurs featured in this podcast or want to listen to the entire episode, head to fedex.com slash makingitwork.